0: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host Virtual Vinny.
1: We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at com, or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Uh-uh,
0: don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear Hello. during another exciting episode of Chicken Man. He's everywhere! He's everywhere! The most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known.
1: I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say that secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on June 6, 1951. Now, George... What is that secret word? Ladies and gentlemen,
2: the secret word tonight is heart. H-E-A-R-T. Really? you bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only...
3: That's me, Groucho Marx! (laughs) Well, here I am again with $3,000 for one of our couples tonight. Who's first to try for the $3,000? Well, just before we went on the air, we asked if there were any youngsters present tonight who'd like to get
2: married someday if they found the right person. And here are the two chosen by our audience, Miss Muriel Lawson
3: and Mr. John Lee. Folks, come on in here me meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. John Lee. Where are you from, Mr. Lee? I'm from Hollywood, right here in Hollywood. You're born here? Yes, sir. That's an unusual thing. We rarely have anybody who's born right here. How old are you, uh, John? Twenty-two. Twenty-two, huh? Eh? Well, that's unusual, too. We rarely have anyone that's twenty-two here. Eh? What's your hometown, Muriel?
4: Des Moines, Iowa.
3: How old are you, uh, Muriel? Twenty-two. Twenty-two, huh? Eh? Well, that's a wonderful age. Now, let's see. You two would like to get married?
4: <laughs> what,
3: uh, what kind of a dream man are you seeking, uh, Muriel?
4: Well, somebody about medium height and dark hair and dark eyes oh. and, Say, and so intelligent. So far, I'm doing
3: all right, huh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, go on.
4: Well, he should have a good job and and be able to support a family.
3: How large is your family?
4: (laughs) I don't have a family now. I mean, when I get married.
3: Well, actually, you've decided to marry uh, John here and raise a family, is that right?
4: (laughs) No, I mean whoever I marry. I don't know who I'm going to marry yet.
3: You don't care as long as John will support your family,
4: family.
3: What kind of work do you do, John? Well, in the mornings, I work as a janitor at the school that I'm
2: attending, Geller Theater Workshop, dramatic school.
3: Oh, you're an actor? I hope to be, yes. Oh. I wondered why you weren't wearing a necktie. (laughs) Do you really expect to support a wife and family as an actor? I think so, yes. Would you be interested in my psychiatrist's phone number?
5: (laughs) What kind of roles do you prefer?
3: Well, dramatic rolls, Shakespearean rolls. If you want to eat, my advice is to forget Shakespearean rolls and stick to Parker House rolls.
4: <laughs> what
3: kind of a job do you have, uh, Muriel?
4: I work on a soda fountain.
3: Oh, you must get off for you wet, don't you? Eh? <laughs> Sticky, but wet. Where do you sling your sodas?
4: At uh, Will Wright's.
3: Oh. Do you like soda fountain dishes, John? Very much, very much. I'm not referring to Muriel here, you know. Although she is quite a dish. Well, if you were confronted with Muriel and a marshmallow sundae, which would you prefer?
2: Well, Muriel's uh, far sweeter than a marshmallow sundae.
3: <laughs> Muriel, if you save ham sandwiches at your fountain, you doubtless recognize John. <laughs> Now, can anybody whip up a fancy soda, or does it take any uh, any particular talent?
4: Well, I th- I think it takes a talent. I mean, I mean for instance, if you want to make a soda, you'd have to use a fine stream of of uh, seltzer first. Fine
3: stream. I used to know a fellow named Fine Stream. <laughs> he <laughs> owes me five dollars now. <laughs> Joe Fine Stream. Right?
5: <laughs> well,
3: let's get back to you, John. Tell me, why do you want to be an actor? Well, I've Always wanted to be an actor, as far back as I can remember, and I've tried other occupations and haven't been too successful. Uh-huh. What else did you try? Well, I was a mailman for a while. A and mailman? And
4: I was a substitute mail carrier in school.
3: Oh, Well, you just carried postal cards and... <laughs> and uh, now you're studying <clears throat> dramatics now at yes. Geller? At Giller, yes, at Geller, Well, how are you making out in your studies?
2: Well, pretty good, I guess. My teacher says I have an expressive face. I...
3: Really? And all the time I thought it was tight shoes. But <laughs> <laughs> you're a charming couple, or a Shakespeare said, Oh, that I were a glove that I could kiss your cheek. That doesn't make much sense, but at this point I'm sure Shakespeare doesn't care anymore. <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're gonna play your bet your life for a chance at the three thousand dollar question. But right now I want you to pay attention to a message of importance. <laughs>
2: Remember this if you're in the market for a new car. No matter where you look, no matter how many new cars you ride in or drive, your very best value is the beautiful new DeSoto. Listen to just a few of the great DeSoto features. Sensational AuraFlow shock absorbers, which level out the worst bumps you can find. Safety rim wheels, which help you keep your car under perfect steering control in case of blowout. Comfortable chair-high seats to keep your body in the proper posture to make even the long trips a restful experience. Driving without shifting. Waterproof ignition. Big, safe 12-inch brakes. Yes, feature after feature make the new, all-new DeSoto the best value you'll find anywhere. See it. Drive it. The beautiful new DeSoto. Now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And remember... All dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the value jewel of the low-priced field. All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. George? You bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions. And the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $3,000 DeSoto Plymouth question later on in the show.
3: Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected nicknames of movie stars, past and present. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 are you going to try? Fifteen. Fifteen. Who is known as the it girl? Oh, Clara Claraboe is right. <laughs> well, you're off to a good start. You have $35. Let me go in for $3,000 tonight. How much of the $35 will you bet on your second question?
4: 34
3: 34 what star was formerly known as the oomph girl? Anne Sheridan. Anne Sheridan. <laughs> and Sheridan was fifty miles away. That's <laughs> something, isn't it? You have sixty-nine dollars, nevertheless. Sixty nine dollars. Your third question. How much of the sixty-nine you're gonna try? Sixty-eight.
4: Sixty-eight.
3: Sixty-eight. And what star was known as the chic? Oh, Rudolph Valentino. Rudolph
5: Valentino. You
3: now have $137. And here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $137 are you going to bet? $136. All right. $137. All right. Live it. (laughs) One of our finest actors was called the Great Profile. What was his name? John John Barrymore. John Barrymore. Thanks, and good luck to the Soda Premier
2: Dealer. And you wind up with $274. Uh, Groucho, we, yes, asked for, yes, uh, Mr. Uh, we asked for volunteers with unusual occupations tonight And just before we went on the air, Mr. Louis Laurent was selected His partner is a housewife from the studio audience, Mrs. Ella Elias Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx
3: Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers Say the secret word and you'll divide $100 It's a common word, something you always have with you Mrs. Ella Elias, where are you from?
6: Well, originally Chicago
3: what sort of work does your husband do, uh, Ella?
6: He's a building contractor. Oh,
3: and uh, Mr. Louis uh, Laurent, eh? Uh, All right, Laurent, eh? Laurent, uh, uh, Laurent. How, how do you do, Louis?
7: Well, uh, very <laughs> glad to meet you, and uh, thank you very much. Très bien, merci.
3: Likewise, I'm enchanté, sure. Enchanté,
7: huh? enchanté <laughs> vous connaître.
3: Well, What did you say?
7: I uh, enchanted to know you.
3: Well, let's not overdo it. Now, right? <laughs> you hardly look enchanted. Huh? <laughs> where, where were you born? I was born at sea in the
7: old Indian Ocean.
3: Was your mother an octopus? What were you doing in the Indian Ocean, and where was your mother at the time? Well, she was on the way to Madagascar. You were born in the water, and she was on the way to Madagascar? She's no fool. She knew you were coming, so she took the first boat for Madagascar.
5: Now,
3: Ella, uh... Uh, Mrs. Elias, you don't mind if I call you Ella, huh? No. I, everybody call you Ella?
4: Well, my close friends do.
3: Uh, well, I'm as close as anybody you'll ever meet.
4: Huh?
3: <laughs> I have not spent a nickel in three weeks, huh? <laughs>
4: now,
3: since you're a housewife, let's talk about your job. Uh, how much time do you spend on housework?
4: Well, I go to the Los Angeles Trade School from nine until three.
3: You go to Los Angeles Trade School? I never heard of it. How'd your football team make out last year?
6: <laughs> We don't have
3: any. Oh, it's like USC. <laughs> well, uh, Louis, let's get back to you now. You were chosen because of your unusual occupation. Just, just what is it? Well, I'm a big game hunter. A what? Big game hunter. A big game hunter.
5: hunter.
3: What kind of uh, games do you hunt? Oh, They're Floating well, crap games?
7: Oh, well... Uh,
3: That's a big game sometimes.
7: Well, all kind of Ellen's of course. Uh, hunter, elands, gazelles. Ellen's What's hellens. an ellen? Well, an ellen is a kind of... Uh, well, uh, kind of bouffe. A bouffe. Give me yes. that again. Uh, well, <laughs> the head of a bull and the body of a cow.
3: The head of a bule and the yes. body of a cow? Yes. Well, what is a bule? Uh, well, uh, that's a helen. Alien. A alien.
5: <laughs>
3: Enchant. Uh. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Elias, do you have any idea what he's talking about? <laughs> I was just checking, that's all. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, no, Could you tell us about some of your hunting experiences? Have you ever had Where? any close calls? No, well, I don't mean yeah. in a poker game, I mean.
7: A close call I had that was in, Madag- in Madagascar. Where? With a, in Madagascar. Yeah. Madagascar with a crocodile. I with a was... crocodile? Yes, with a crocodile. <laughs>
3: He's back big game hunting again. Huh? <laughs> you were hunting crocodiles in South
7: Africa? No, no, I was hit by the tail. By his tail. You were eaten gun. by the tail? Yes. <laughs> when they eat it, it you were, they eat it by the tail. And when you are on the water, they bite you. They get you by the mouth.
3: Could you write this out and shove it under my door? I
5: don't understand. <laughs> uh,
3: well, Louis, of all your hunting expeditions, which one stands out most prominently? Tell well, us about uh, it, huh? Uh, that was on Throw the... in a few English words this time. Right?
5: <laughs> Just
3: by way of variety. This comes out every Wednesday.
7: So? Well, the trailer had, that was in one of my expeditions, through the Belgium Congo. We follow a family, five families, a group of 16 gorillas for about three weeks and took documentary of them. And they are very human. You followed 16 gorillas yes. for two yes. months? well, photograph <laughs> them, yes. They speak, you know, they talk between them. Well, when they... When the you baby, say they talk with each other? Well, they talk with each other. Yes. And Next, you'll
3: be telling me you talk their language, too, Louis. Well,
7: I know someone, you know. Well, I know. I know some... Uh, Louis, I can't I... say that I'm surprised. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear some gorilla talk, eh? Well, uh, Let's hear some gorilla talk no. and be careful what you say. When they want something to eat, they... There you are. When they want, of course, they are a good father... Very good. Take, take care of their good Take care of their babies and carry the babies. Take BB, care of their what? Of their babies. How do you spell that? Babies. B-A-B-I-E-S. Well, that's close enough,
3: but it turns out to be a gorilla.
7: <laughs> now, you mentioned going through pygmy land. Were you friendly with the pygmies? Oh, very well. And uh, we met two of them. We met the chief one at Boo-Boo-Boo, called Batutu of Boo-Boo-Boo. And the oh, other wait, one... wait
5: a
3: minute, that was whos Babo ba-ba-boo or two-two-two? Well, the... Say, I speak it pretty well, don't I? I've only picked it up
7: recently. Too. The Batutu was at a boo-boo-boo, and you, you... Ba-ba-ba, two-two-two.
5: <laughs> and you can...
3: You could... This is known as the go-climb-a-tree department.
5: <laughs>
3: By the way, I think I've lined enough about big game hunting tonight. <laughs> Except that I have many idea what he was talking about. <laughs> now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other two couples, you'll get a chance at the $3,000 question. I can't tell you how much the first couple won, but George is offstage to remind our listeners.
2: The soda fountain girl and her partner won $274.
3: Here we go. Now let's see how high I can build you $20. You select the cities of the United States. All of these cities are over 100,000 population according to the 1950 census. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. And what state is the city of Peoria?
5: Illinois. Illinois is right.
3: Well, you're off to a good start. You have $35. Remember, you're going for $3,000 tonight. How much of the $35 are you going to bet on your second question? $32. 32. You. All right. And what state is the city of Shreveport? Uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> no. Sixty-seven dollars. And here's your third question: How much of the sixty-seven are you going to risk? Well, it's sixty-five. Huh? Okay. Boo-boo-boo, mm-hmm. two-two-two. Boo,
5: <laughs> <laughs> 65.
3: sixty-five. In what state is the city of Allentown? Uh,
4: Pennsylvania.
5: Pennsylvania.
4: You
3: now have one hundred and thirty-two dollars. And here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you going to go for? All of it? All of it. Uh-huh. Shoot the works? Yeah. In what state is the city of Nashville? Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee is right. Oh, oh. Thank you. Thank you. And you wind up with $264. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America and the United States.
2: Uh, Groucho, we invited some camp counselors to the program tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Ann Dillon. Her
3: partner is a husband from the studio audience, Mr. Gil Crosby. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marks. Welcome to your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Well, howdy-doody. Howdy-doody. You
6: do?
3: <laughs> You're a camp counselor, eh? Yes, yeah,
6: that's right.
3: Anne uh, Dillon, huh? How, how old are you, uh, Anne?
6: Nineteen.
3: Nineteen, huh? Thank You're a very pretty girl. <laughs>
6: Thank you.
3: You don't look too bad yourself, old boy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gil Crosby, eh? That's right. You're the husband? That's right. Two perfect strangers walk up here, and without a moment's hesitation, I can tell which one is the husband.
5: <laughs> where are you
3: from, husband? That's short for husband, and what husband isn't a little short these days. Where are you from, uh, Mr. Crosby? I'm from Oslo, Norway. Oh, Norway, huh? Eh? As a prospective bride, uh, where are you from, uh, Anne?
6: Southgate. Southgate? Yes, uh-huh. Is that a town? It's a city.
3: Oh. Well, oh, thanks for correcting me. Where is Southgate?
6: It's the other side of Huntington Park.
3: I didn't know Huntington Park had two
5: sides. What
3: sort of work do you do, Mr. Crosby? I'm a pipe organ builder. A pipe organ builder? Yes, right. Oh. Is that interesting work? Well, it's where you... It's very impressed at work, and you should be inside of one of those pipe organs.
5: <laughs> well,
3: I imagine eventually I will be. I can certainly blow loud enough to be a power organ. Are you flirting with me, Anne? No. Hawaii? I didn't think so. Huh?
6: Well, if you want me to, I will. <laughs>
3: Well, I, I'd rather you would, rather.
5: You would.
6: <laughs>
3: you, do you know when you're flighting? You say you don't think so, eh?
6: Well, I try not to.
3: You try not to flight? Yes. Yeah. Why, why?
6: Well, I've never thought about it.
3: <laughs> well, you will, eh?
5: You're
3: going to think a lot about it, eh? I think you'll flight just naturally, eh? There isn't much to it, you know. You just smile and roll your eyes a little bit.
6: Um, Thank you for telling me.
3: (laughs) Just a little less sarcasm if you don't mind. (laughs) Now, you say you're a camp counselor?
6: Yes, that's right.
3: With all the soldiers in camp these days, you must be pretty busy. What camp do you work for? uh...
6: I work for a Troy camp for girls.
3: What kind of a place is it?
6: Well, it's a lovely place out in the hills. It's um, in the country and just a very lovely place.
3: <laughs> and that's all you have to say? No,
6: uh, there are uh, girls from about four to, oh, they run to about 12.
3: They do. Well, they must be pretty wary after that. <laughs> what stamina are those kids have, <laughs> huh? I asked my kid yesterday, she's four and a half, I said, you you're awfully dumb. I says, you don't even know the alphabet. She says, yes, I do. I says, what's the first letter? She says, A. I says, what's the second? She says, I don't know. I says, well, it's B. I says, now what's the third letter? She says, eleven.
5: <laughs> this is true.
3: <laughs> Not very funny, but it's true.
5: <laughs>
3: now, where is this, uh, this idyllic, uh, where is this haven for, uh, for youngsters?
6: Well, it's this side of uh, San Bernardino up in, the, up in the hills up there somewhere.
3: I see. Now, I have a child of camp age. Perhaps I might be interested. What do you do for the child?
6: Well, we make a home away from home for the children and uh, set up the same examples that you would for them at your home. <laughs>
3: I just hope I didn't hear it correctly. That's all. Two,
5: two, two,
3: two, two, two. <laughs> what are some of the activities at your camp in addition to running from four to twelve?
6: <laughs> we have hiking and swimming. Archery? Hiking? Yes.
3: Archery?
6: Yes. And we teach the children how to spend their leisure leisure time. Uh-huh. And then we have nature study. And, uh,
3: What's nature study? What does that consist of?
6: Well, we take the children on field trips to uh, study the you See various... how they feel? No. <laughs> we like them to learn to... In... <laughs> field. F-I-E-L-D.
3: Thanks for the
5: correction.
6: <laughs> and uh, we try to teach them uh, how to enjoy the wonders of nature.
3: Uh-huh. And do you succeed?
6: As a rule, yes. Uh-huh.
3: Mm-hmm. Are they all as pretty as you, all the counselors at the camp?
6: Oh, more so.
3: I might bring my child up there.
6: <laughs>
3: She's a little young, but I'm not too old. <laughs> now then, we're going to play a, a You Bet Your Life for a Chance at the $3,000 question. Run your $20 into more than the other couples. I can't tell you how much they won, but Mr. and the squire, is going to remind our listeners.
2: The soda fountain girl and her partner are still leading with $274.
3: Here we go. Let's see how oh, I can build you $20. You selected occupation. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 are you going to try? 15?
5: Fifteen?
6: Fifteen.
3: fine. All right. What is Cole Porter's occupation? He's
6: a composer.
3: Songwriter and composer. That's right.
6: <laughs> well,
3: you have? $35. Remember, you're going for $3,000 tonight. That's from the uh, <laughs> How much of your uh, $35 are you going to try in your second question? Thirty. Okay. Oak? Thirty. What is Raymond Chandler's occupation?
6: You know, friend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, he's a writer. You should have known that. He's written dozens of famous detective stories, mystery stories. All right, that's too bad. You've only got how much left? Five dollars. Five dollars. Well, maybe you'll get lucky again. How much of the five are you going to bet? Four. 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 What is Lynn Pappy Waldorf's occupation? Baseball. Talk it over now. Right. Baseball. What is it? Baseball. No, I'm sorry. He's a football coach. Oh. A D. I
5: <laughs> you
3: have one dollar. Now back. you're down to one dollar. Now how much of the one dollar are you going to bet on your last question? This your last chance to beat the other couple. Uh,
6: hold on. No, oh, 99 cents. No, the whole dollar.
3: <laughs> That's right. Keep a penny for car fare. <laughs> One, One
6: dollar.
3: One dollar. All right, here we go. You gonna bet the whole dollar? What is Jose Atebi's profession? Pianist. Yeah. Pianist is right. <laughs> Let's give him another we question. We can't let on, anybody right? go away with $1. We're going to give you one more question. I'll give you one more question. If you get it right, you win $10. Think hard now. and No help in the audience, please. In what game do you use golf clubs?
5: <laughs>
3: I guess golf. Golf is right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the
5: DeSoto
2: Plymouth Well, you two wound up with $2, and that means that the soda fountain girl and the actor with $274 get the chance of the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question.
3: In just one minute, I'll ask the big question, but first, here's something of interest to everyone.
2: If you're looking for a used car, chances are the most confusing problem on your mind is where to buy it. Well, here's your answer. You'll find the best used car values in town at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's. Here's why. First of all... Some of these used cars are DeSoto's and Plymouth's, traded in by his regular customers. Cars the DeSoto Plymouth dealer sold originally and serviced since the day they were new. Of course, a DeSoto Plymouth dealer also takes in many other popular make cars as trade-ins. Really fine cars with lots of miles of good, faithful service in them. So for the make and model used car that best fills your needs and best fits your pocketbook, Go to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer.
3: And when you do, tell him Groucho sent you.
2: And here's the soda-found girl and the actor all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. All right, here we
3: go for $3,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. Now, you can talk it over, you know. Three Americans have won Nobel Prizes for literature. Pearl Buck and Eugene O'Neill are two. For $3,000, who was the third?
5: <laughs>
3: All right, what is the answer you two have decided upon? Sinclair Lewis.
5: Sinclair Lewis! Sinclair right. Lewis!
3: All right, you win $3,000. You had the right answer, so you win $3,000. What are you going to do with all that money?
5: <laughs>
3: uh, are you talking to me? I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> you, you tell them first. Go on. What are you going to do with yours?
4: Well, first of all, I'd like to send a washing machine to my sister-in-law because she's got two kids and... Uh, and she's she... going to
3: wash the kids in the
4: washing <laughs> machine? <laughs> two kids can create an awful lot of washing. Yes, yes, they, don't they can. don't have a washing machine. Either. Well, that's... I don't know what else I would do with it except that...
3: Well, there's always me. I mean, if you... If you run out of notions of how to displace this money, just... I'll give you my phone number later (laughs) in the evening. You'll get it anyhow. Now, let's see, George. (laughs) And uh, what are you going to do with your swag? You going to buy a washing machine for your sister?
4: No. I've always wanted to go to New York and try and get some work acting, and I'd like to use this if I could, when I graduate from school.
3: Well, I think you're going to be a big success as an actor. You have a good speaking voice, and you're you. a fine-looking fellow, and you're, you're comparatively bright.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, you really cleaned up tonight. Congratulations from the more than 3,000 or so dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life. Just be sure to visit
5: your
2: DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Folks, Detroit is celebrating its 250th birthday with a year-round festival. Be sure to visit Detroit this summer. you Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding.
0: exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Night over the old Whitman City campground, and hear our music K, and gay emanate from down by the old lily park. Once again, the scene of the 23rd Annual Midland City Volunteer Fireman's Carnival and Fair. Gee, Commissioner, you're sure you don't want some of this cotton candy? Winged Warrior. How about some peanuts?
2: This is official business for us. How about some of the swell cider? We must make certain all is legal. Well, you might start with this cider. There seem to be two new additions to the carnival this year. Uh, what are they, Commissioner?
0: Well, first there are the 12 dancing girls from Raja The second, Sam's Magic Show. Gee, did you say Magic Show, Commissioner? Fine, you do that, and I'll question should be twelve uh, dancing, dancing girls? girls, yes. And at that very moment, backstage at Sam's magic show. Call me Sam, evil woman. The Ving Warrior is entering ten. Yes, yes, just as we suspected mm-hmm. he would. Now listen to plan. Yes. On stage will be magic trunk. Oh, I can't wait to see that. I will say to people, could Sam please have famous Ving Warrior come up to disappear in front, please? And I will be Sam? Of course. Boy, I wish I could go see a twelve dancing girls. Now listen, Lennon. Sam. Never mind. Never mind. Trunk on stage is called A Trunk. Backstage is Trunk called B. By door of tent is Trunk called C. Yes. I put winged Warrior in A Trunk. Yes. You pull curtain and switch B Trunk with A Trunk, leaving B Trunk empty on stage. Yes. Then you take A Trunk and put whole thing with Ving Warrior in lily pond. Uh-huh. And then you signal to me and we both jump in C Trunk beside tent door. And then mailman come and send us in C Trunk to big city far away. Question? Yes. Ask does that mean I will never get to see the twelve dancing girls? Leonard. To... And several hours later, on a fast-moving freight train bound for a big city far away. Leonard. Yes. You put a truck in Lily Yes. You put M D V truck on stage. Yes. By the way, is the commissioner in this
2: magic trunk with us? Last time I saw him, he was fooling around a trunk.
0: Wow! By a strange twist of fate, Chicken Man finds himself bound for a big city far away with Leonard and Evil Woman. Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. You're
1: listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Had some great guests in today's show, especially that big game hunter. What a hoot. And what about that couple winning them the big money? Only got a few more episodes left in the season before we wrap things up. And we'll be entering the 1951-52 season. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. The Shadow returns on Monday and Grouch will be back next Friday for some more, you bet your life. For I Love Old radio.com, This is Virtual Vinny. See you next month.